Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Cast. Myself and Adam just want to thank you again for tuning in and for being patient with us last week where our episode last week was a little bit late. So thanks again for tuning in and for following our podcast and rating the podcast. And Adam, I actually have something to tell you, which I haven't told you because I wanted to tell you when we were recording. So during the week, we actually hit 10,000 overall listens on the podcast what yeah ten thousand listens so this that is means my genuine reaction by the way i this is we're not like pretending <laughs> here i was completely oblivious to this yeah that so yeah so the teacher cast since it was first established has had ten thousand plays across all the episodes so i just want to say like that's a really big thing and um yeah i'm really proud really. yeah like for something that started because like obviously this is your brainchild initially you know what like the majority of the podcast like we're on to a podcast like 31 or 32 or something at this stage yeah and like a good 20 to 25 of them were you with other people you know interview yeah. whatever you know obviously this is a, a recent development where the two of us are on it so like you must be like buzzing that this that like something that was like a pipe dream for you initially has like been listened to 10,000 times I know just like across all the episodes obviously some episodes are obviously more popular than others just depending on what people want more kind of like CPD in and that kind of thing but yeah 10,000 listens so again I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and we're gonna have a little giveaway um and we'll explain more towards the end of the episode but uh just to say thanks to everyone and for following and rating the podcast so yeah how was your week last week Adam? Um my week last week was good it was really busy so last time we were talking I had been speaking about how I had just welcomed a new student into the class oh yeah how's that going? that went really well the day after we recorded the last podcast I actually gained another student um, so now, God forbid, I'm up to 16 kids now. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I uh, know they've been settling really well. Like one child was coming from another Irish school. So I suppose the system wasn't that much of a change. Whereas the second child that I got is coming from abroad. So oh, wow. they're Irish, but they're coming from abroad. So that's obviously something for them to get used to. But yeah. so far, so good. They're both settling really well. And the class have been so, so good. Like, bless them. Like junior infants, like they're so cute like they yeah. just love to like include people and like you know make them feel welcome like they're just that. so cute and like obviously I asked them to but like they're kind of going above and beyond so I don't you know it's very cute to see that from them but no besides that now we've been pretty good we started our new team in Astor which was the farm mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the day we're recording this which is the day before it goes out I put up a post about it so go check that out my Instagram mm-hmm. um, and as well obviously last week we had World Book Day which was the topic of our last podcast mm-hmm. our last episode and um, so World Book Day went really well uh, I dressed up as Harry Potter, as you may have seen on Instagram. Yeah, it was um, really good. Second year in a row. Oops, but sure, look, you didn't get to see it last year because I was on my break when World Book Day came last year. So we'll just pretend this was a new um, a new outfit for me. But um, no, it was a really fun day. We uh, we did teacher swaps. So we swapped classes and read stories. We had a fashion show. So the kids walked down the corridor, Aww. strutting it to RuPaul music <laughs> because... Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah, myself and another teacher were kind of like, yeah, we're 
we're going to put on RuPaul. So <laughs> we did, and the kids got to strut their stuff down the corridor. And yeah, we just had a great day. We just had lots of fun. Now, the Friday, the day afterwards, I I, I honestly felt hungover. And I wasn't, I, I promise I wasn't. I just felt like emotionally hungover from the day. Yeah. Like it's such an intense day. The kids were grand. I don't know what was going on with them. The kids yeah. were grand. I was bait. Yeah. But um, no, it was such a fun day though. Oh my God, I had such, I had such crack of fairness. I love World Book Day every year. Mm. It's just so much fun. And for the juniors, it was their first one. Do you know, yeah. I don't know, some of them might not have celebrated it in preschool. So, like, they were just weak for themselves. They thought it was the most fun thing ever. So we love that. Um, but how was your week, Hayley? Did you get up to much? Yeah, I'm pretty much the same as you. We're a book day kind of, con- like, um, overtook, like, last week. Uh, the maths uh, reader actually went really well. So the teachers in my school, they read The Day the Crayons Quit. I don't know if I mentioned that in last week's episode, but, yeah, it was really good. And they had to guess, like, who was the intro, who was the outro, and like all all the all the crayons and like some teachers gave it like absolute socks reading it and stuff so it was just hilarious and actually one child in my class got all of the guessed all the people correctly and I was just so proud of their listening skills I was like wow like you know because obviously they're just with me all day it's not as if they're moving teachers so I was really impressed for a four class child to be able to do that so that kind of um that, that made me very happy and then the where's wally around the school worked really well too um, and like I made it really clear as well to my class like I didn't want them to be like going and telling the other you know other classes in my school like where they were because just to give everybody a chance and you know we kind of made a pact that we wouldn't spoil it for anybody else uh, which was nice um, and yeah we made bookmarks like origami bookmarks and we had a good bit of deer time and yeah no it was a really fun week last week um we're also started our kaylee dances for shocked naguelga and we have two dances per year group so that's all going fine my class know one dance so far tomorrow i'm going to introduce the second dance and we're also learning the national anthem around Naveen. so um yeah it's all now st patrick's day kaylee prep so it's always like tick the box onto the next thing um yeah absolutely i know Haley. we had mentioned last week you were you were on a high last week recording after man united had won the carabao cup so i couldn't let this moment pass (laughs) without referencing sunday's i know i would say embarrassment it was an embarrassment this is not a soccer podcast by any means but i mean when we mentioned the highs of Man United winning the Carabao Cup, which you were understandably very happy about, I think it's also important we mentioned the fact that Liverpool beat Man United 7-0 on Sunday. And although I'm not a Liverpool fan, nothing gave me greater satisfaction than seeing the Man United fans get back in their box. I know. Do you know what? It was really embarrassing. (laughs) And myself and Neil, like, we never buy, like, a subscription, like, say, to to watch it. We usually would go to a pub to watch the game. But we were like, do you know what? We're not going to... We actually called the local pub to see if we could reserve a table. (coughs) Completely packed out. So we were like, right, we'll pay the 12 euro. And I'm not joking, the fifth goal. And Neil just hit, like, whacked the telly off. He was like, I can't watch this anymore. Like, oh, no. Um, but no, I felt kind yeah, of sad. It was like, quite grim. It was, it was quite intense. And it was just, it got to a point where it was just ridiculous. Um, So, yeah. And, like, I don't know. Actually, one of my students came in to this morning and was like, um, teacher, how many days are in a week? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, 
seven um you know and it's just oh like I, yeah, I, any I've other had, team, um, ones I, where people were like oh um what would you like to order would you like a seven up and all oh, this oh yeah seven up yeah i know i know and sending pictures around seven up oh it is what love it is to see it. love to see it ah uh, yeah but sure look it, it it doesn't mean that liverpool liverpool isn't still as getting on as well so no, you know we'll take, it. we'll take it they can have their three points um but yeah, this week we're going to be looking at inside our classrooms and what they currently look like. Now, obviously, as the year goes on, our classrooms change and we find things might work better, you know, than they did say back in September or they don't work as good as what they were in September. Um, so we're going to kind of break it down into short little snappy sections of describing our classrooms and like how it functions and you know the the different spaces and areas that we have set up so the first thing we're going to talk about is our door so currently for me anyway the door is linked to getting our next green skills flag so we're focusing on a green skills flag for travel so at the moment on my door anyway it says um oh what's it say it says it's a really catchy phrase it was like um Oh, something with the green I can't remember the exact quote but I can find it for you but everybody I basically cropped everyone's head onto bikes and I, I got black paper and it looks like they're all cycling and I have a big clip art picture of a school so it looks like they're literally all cycling to school uh, oh that, I know what it says it takes it says uh, take a ride on the green side so okay. yeah so we'll have our travel well we'll have our green schools person come out Do you know the way they have to come out and kind of inspect the place so all mm -hmm. our doors at the minute are all about travel and how to be more sustainable when traveling to and from school or just traveling day to day and um, so that's kind of what my door looks like i try to change it every so often i originally wanted to actually put my spring flowers and buzzing into spring but that didn't happen because then we were told we had to make it travel themed so anyways not to worry i have it at the side of the door and i've taken down other art and I put that up so it, it's all fit anyway but that's what my door looks like what about you um so like obviously like any door my door is two-sided so um but it it equally is open and closed quite a lot so i was like i want to make sure that there's something nice on both sides so when the door is closed on the outside of the door I have just a few like welcome quotes and things like that. Yeah. And I also have how to say hello in about six, seven, eight different languages. Um, because we're an educate together school, we have quite a multicultural um student body. Mm. So it is nice to make the children feel included. Like while my kids can't read a lot yet, um, no, they're getting there, they're doing very well in fairness. Uh, it's still nice to have that on the door, I think. And anyone that walks past, you know, can realize, oh, like, it's not just about saying hello. We can say bonjour, we can say ciao, we can say whatever else the kids will be saying in their respective different languages. Mm -hmm. Um, On the inside of the door, I just kind of have welcome signs with, like, our class name on it. I have a, one with my name on it and my picture on it so that the kids' early days were able to remember which classroom to go to because my face was on it. Uh, and then around my door, I have lovely positive affirmations, which I got from a certain um, teacher student, I believe. <laughs> I wonder who. Um, yeah, I have them all around the frame of the door. Aww. So like you have the door and there's like a glass panel beside it as well. So like wrapped around and then it's just a wall. So like in like wrapped around the door from like up the side, then over the top of it is uh, a rake of 
positive affirmations from you. So yeah, <laughs> I can link they're them. They're, they're, in they're, the I've actually been complimented on them a lot, really? and I've actually been asked quite a bit where I got them from, and I was like, actually, my friend made them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's yeah. Well, then I was like, yeah, and this is where you get them, and then listen to the podcast, please. Yeah, <laughs> I actually haven't put them up at all in my classroom. I really should dig them out. Um, yeah, you have the Mosquelega too, don't you? I do. Really? I do. I do. I, now they're not up in Oscar, they're in English and my one, but I just I was thinking because I know like my housemate teaches in a Gael school, mm. so I was just thinking of that myself. But yeah, they are available Osbearland, Osbearland, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. They're Actually, on the inside of my door, I don't have anything. I just have like the fire drill, like the thing, like practical the bits. fire drill. Yeah, the practical yeah. stuff that you need. Um, so then like display wise, um in your classroom adam if you want to tell me like if i walked in like what displays can i actually see yeah i was looking forward to talking about this part because when i was on your podcast Haley, when it was just you and i was on me i think they spent own. a good 20 minutes talking about displays <laughs> if you remember yeah um, I, I can't remember like it was actually so long ago great episode because it was adam setting up his classroom for the first time so go yeah, check I would that say one class, out that feels like so long ago. so much has happened in that time Haley. it is actually scandalous um so in my classroom i suppose the easiest place to start is i have like sliding doors on the storage units like slide ropes yeah so there's five doors on there and i have a teacher one which has all my timetables child protection policy uh, rotas for the cam corner that kind of thing all the ad mini bits that I need yeah. hung up that I can see I have a Gaelga one uh, with all the the pictures of the vocab we're learning so because junior infants Gaelga is not about Lehoracht or Screenoracht it's all about um, Chango Vail so it's just the pictures of the vocab rather than the words yeah um, then we have a maths one has the math stuff we're doing a lot of number related bits and bobs on that yeah we have our word wall which has the set of words that we're learning at the moment and the set of words that the kids are doing for homework. Okay. So the set of words they are doing for homework, we have learned the previous month and then it goes home. So both of those sets are up and they're color coded so they don't get mixed up. And then the last one I have then is the wow wall, which is quite self-explanatory. So because I only have 16 kids this year, I can fit it onto one of those smaller like slide drop doors. I might have to move it next year if I have a bigger class, but hey ho. Um, then at the back of my room, I have... A big display board now it's split in half one half is for sbhe and one half is for learn together mm-hmm. um they obviously vary depending on the topic i also have a handwriting display on the wall above the sink which has um the cursive handwriting letters because that's what the way we teach the handwriting in our school um and then i also have the jolly phonics letters up all over the room is it an infant classroom if you don't have the jolly phonics sounds wrapped around the entire wall mm-hmm. um and then that's most of them really. Oh, I have hanging like washing lines across the room as well. So one goes across the windows and one goes kind of across the room, but they're up quite high so they don't block anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously don't block me because I'm five foot, like five or something. But, you um, do. That's how tall I am. Oh yeah, well I'm tiny anyway, but the kids are smaller thankfully. But um, So I, I, I find the hanging lines useful because like the room is huge, there's loads of space, but like I want the art to be somewhere where the kids can see it. So I don't want yeah. to put it on any wall. I want to put it on um, a wall or somewhere they can see. Yeah. So at least when it's hanging by the window or hanging across the room, they can see it, but it, they're positioned in a way that it's not distracting either. Mm. 
I got you. Yeah, I. So for yourself, Haley, what do you? What's what's the vibe in Miss Myers' Miss Myers 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 class? class. Yeah. So uh, in my classroom, similarly, I have the hanging washing lines, which I find so handy to just throw throw up and throw down stuff all the time because it's just pegs. It's just so easy to just you know hang them up there. Um, and I kind of change that around quite often, to be honest with you. Um, number one, because I like to keep it fresh. And number two, I need to take content for Instagram, you know, um, you just have to keep it fresh. So, uh, that's the first thing. I have three hanging lines. My room's actually quite massive and people come into it and they're like, oh my God, it's actually bigger than what I thought. Um, so I'm really lucky in that sense that I can have three what uh like washing lines going across but then i've got my big mats wall which students refer to all the time i pretty much have everything up on it that students need i also have the growth mindset and fixed mindset that i've had up since september and i have contemplated maybe taking it down adding up like a word not a word wall per se like split by letters but i have thought of maybe like putting up like a word wall where it's like clouds and it's like building from that but then I thought do you know what there's a big emphasis for me on students at, at that age believing in themselves and I think reference that all the time really helps that um then I've got my Gwilga display which I love and I change every month then I actually got rid of my literacy display and I actually put up our artwork there instead because I just found that it was there's so much happening in literacy you know we've got guided reading and then we're doing you know grammatical things and you know like yes I teach writing genres and you know there's just a lot so it for me I, I'm still kind of trying to figure out my literacy displays and how I'm going to do that going forward and um, but at the back then I've got my SESE displays where I split between geography history or science at the moment it's all china then i've got our birthday display our perfect page expectations and um, which is actually a freebie that you can get on my mash store so um it's just reference to that now students now have gotten pretty good because it's now march of what i expect but particularly at the start of the year it was handy having that there above my bathrooms then i've got our more art from when we learned about the romans i've got um, our building wall of verbs osquelga. I've got our birthdays up. I've got the tricky words osquelga, which are also on my mash store, but I absolutely love them because we come across them so much when reading and students actually can translate what it means word by word, which is just excellent. And I wish I had learned that when I was in school. Um, I also have our cursive handwriting display going along as you walk in it's all going along the the top of say like the window before the just before the ceiling because the ceilings kind of are quite low but then it, it goes really high if you get me um, mm. and then above my my interactive whiteboard i have like the four anam nakka revoklika um so like a because we're learning all of them at the minute and then above my actual whiteboard i have a place value display which is probably too much if i you know when i'm taking that down i'll probably just leave it to what my students actually know for for fourth class fifth class sixth class or whatever it is um so yeah that's uh that's pretty much my classroom i've also got <laughs> a few of class of re creativities uh little speech bubbles of um informal 
Gwail get used throughout the day, like Cain Lahanok, uh Boatlam Jukka all uh you know, Gerd Malgut, that kind of thing. Yeah, I also have actually. I completely forgot about my my whiteboard, so I kind of double up my whiteboard as a display board as well. So like a huge whiteboard. So like there's absolutely no, and I'm like, I don't spend a whole pile of time writing on it during the day. Like I might model the cursive handwriting on the board. But that's about it because I have an interactive whiteboard. So that's where a lot of the stuff goes on. Mm-hmm. So I split my whiteboard into three. So literally just got a ruler and just drew lines down through it or, whatever, yeah. or a meter stick or whatever. So one third of it is the Aster like Rota and the Aster vocab mm-hmm. because that part of the board is in the corner where my role play station is. Good, so yeah. I have the Rota. So what they're playing on that day. And then any vocab or pictures or anything that kind of enhances the role play area to make it look more like whatever it is so for example the farmer's market for this month yeah then the middle third is where i write if i need to write anything and then the last third is nearest my desk and nearest the board and it has the days of the week with an arrow that i can move with the magnet so we know what day of the week it is wow. it has a little chart for the weather and it has our visual schedule with an arrow and a magnet as well so the kids can follow what we're doing during the day because they're even though they can't read the words that are on it for the most part like maths or grade or whatever they are at a point now where they recognize the pictures so they know that the for example they know the one with the numbers is our maths one they know the jolly phonics logo is that we're doing phonics they know that um they know that the the green like leprechaun hat is gaelica you know like things like that they kind of recognize the pictures of the stage so um yeah because i i wanted to utilize the board because i was like i'm not going to spend that much time writing on the board because it's junior infants if i have my back turned writing on the board they're gone so like there's not much point in using a big board and just leaving it blank so i thought i'd utilize it uh, as best as i could yeah actually um just with the whiteboard like i fully um agree that you know the visual timetable or anything that you're using daily is to put it on magnets don't be using blue tack like don't be wasting your time so much handier when you've got magnets because you can just move it around so that'd be a top tip for anyone like you know that's in their final year and would be starting in their own class say in september uh, like adam i also use my whiteboard for my table points um, I use it. I have my um my digital timer on there. I I used to use the timers on the, like online the free online stopwatch timers, but I actually find that the digital one that I have that I got on Amazon, um, is brilliant to be honest. Um, it's just quicker. It's easier. I don't have to be getting over to the laptop and clicking onto the website and all that. All I literally have to do is go up to the timer and twist and then click the middle button and go and then it beeps when it's done. And then any student can go up and knock it off. So I love that. And uh, there was something that you mentioned there, Adam, and I was like, oh, yeah. Um, was it the... I forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. the cl- My classroom rules. So we've got classroom rules that we all follow. So they're all displayed by the door. So, yeah. Same as myself. I have our five rules they're not like the ones we use in the school like i know with your school Haley, you were telling me before off of the recording that they're created by your school they're quite specific yeah that's why you don't go into them because it'd be quite uh obvious where you teach them but like our ones we have five rules across the school but like they're generic you know so it's like whenever we're going anywhere i will always say to the kids mouths and they'll reply quiet ears listening hands still eyes watching legs 
still or crossed or whatever is applicable in that mm. situation and they're hung up by the door as well um I like, like they're kind of used across the school but they're generic so it's not like something that would uh make the school identifiable or whatever but yeah. i know yours are very specific to the the setting that you're yeah in. yeah it is and actually what you said there i actually might bring that into my uh to my classroom because i love a good yeah. chant and rant i mean we did a whole um we did a whole podcast episode on that so yeah, like, yeah, I, I'm after adding a hocus pocus, everybody focus, and they are weak for it because I brought it in because I was Harry Potter for World Book Day. So I was like, I might as well utilize this. Yeah. And um, I had the Harry Potter wand, but I also have a, Mar- a Maria, a magic wand. Like I have one of those pointers that has a little hand on it, yeah. but I also have, I have a knitting needle that I stuck a like sticky star on the top of so it's oh. my magic wand so when I want to do the hocus pocus when I wave the wand and I go hocus pocus and then they all go everybody focus oh. and it was actually lovely because one of the new kids that I had had this big like eureka moment and was like oh I did that in my old school so I was like okay we have some familiarity straight away and she's something to latch on to even if it's as small as one oh. tiny little call a response but it settled her so i was like here we go hocus pocus let's do all the spells let's go actually i wonder have you tried class 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 no what's that one i don't think i heard that class, so class, class. I, I say class 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 and they go yes 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 and if i say class class they go yes yes if i say class oh, yeah. they say yes i suppose we do something similar but with claps so we just clap a sequence they reply so i suppose yeah. similar um or you can yeah. do um if you hear me give me a clap once if you can hear me give me a clap twice or um, if I'm teaching in Gaelic, I'll say wrong, 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 and they'll say sha, sha, sha. Oh, that's a good one. That's a nice one for the older yeah. groups, all right. Yeah. But even the older groups, to yeah, a yeah, extent. totally. Um, also, as well, I have a library in my classroom, which students use quite a bit. And um, we also keep our class novel there, which. I don't even want to talk about right now, but (laughs) you and you and that like this, you and the fight with the novel is a better storyline than anything you've seen. Extenders like honestly, I know. I'm loving keeping up to with the chronicles of Haley versus the novel. Like yeah, no, we're not going to talk about it. But anyway, the novels are up (laughs) on the shelf there. Um, they need to actually be moved, so I might actually do that tomorrow. Um. Uh, yeah, so my library's fab. Above my library, we have our Martin Luther King, I Have a Dream um, thing and all the vocab is all around it and it's really nice. Um, I just love the walls covered, to be honest with you. I just makes me feel so happy. But specific to my set in any way, um, I have a sacred space too. So the sacred space has like our grow and love uh, poster i have a little crucifix i've got little led candles and i have um a vase actually with fake flowers that i got for when i was working with junior Rufus last year for the garden center so i was like Do you know what i'm not gonna throw these in the bin like i literally went down to pennies and bought fake flowers and i was like i spent like a tenner and you're probably thinking ah that's not a lot but like tenner for like literally an ash when you're a placement making no money it, yeah it, yeah, literally spent a fortune. So I cut them shorter and put them in a bag. So it makes my little sacred space actually look cute. Um, and then beside my sacred space, I actually have where we keep all our copies. So I don't have individual, say, boxes for each child. We keep all our stuff in like communal areas just so that nothing then ever goes missing and everything has a place and a space and no boxes have food or fungus or whatever that whatever it is growing out of it. Um, I just like to keep it all neat and tidy and um, yeah, the students like they really, I just feel like they really respect the classroom. They know how it functions and it just makes me so happy. 
I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, like I suppose in my room, I suppose first looking at the sacred space, I don't have one, mm-hmm. uh, which probably isn't a shock to anyone. I because I'm in an education together school, that's yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. not a thing. Like we have our learn together display and yeah. we learn about the different religions and stuff. But totally. then regarding I suppose storing of like the children's stuff, so I colour code everything because they're five and that works. So yeah. in behind one of the slide robes, we have like um, their handwriting folders are in one like what did I say handwriting books are in one like magazine holder do you know those like magazine holder things mm. Um, so handwriting books are in one maths books are in another so then we'll say the class captain so whoever the captain is of the day or sorry the table captain whoever's the captain of the table that day will come over can just grab the holder and then bring it over instead of them picking up the books dropping half of them along the way as they were doing at the start mm. um, and making a faff of the whole thing so each group has two holders, one for handwriting, one for maths. There's also a box with the pencil cases in them. Mm. Each box is the color of their group. So the orange table has an orange box, yeah. purple table has a purple box and so on. And then the free writing copies are also there. They're separated into their groups as well. Mm. Then the only stuff that's not really that that I keep behind my teacher display board would be the stuff we don't use as often so like our stay safe booklets we don't use them once a week so i just collect them up uh, any copies that we haven't started using yet because we're only in handwriting for the last two months we haven't done lots of copy work yet but we're mm. we're getting there so i hand them out when i need it or like assessment books and stuff like that but for the most part i would separate them out because then i can give a little bit of independence to the kids for like giving out the resources that are pertinent to their table and then it's only them giving out stuff to three people in themselves rather than trying to like give out stuff to 16 people and probably not getting it done yeah i get you that's something i've actually just changed recently like since after christmas was um you see i had like their mental maths books in like on a shelf like we, i keep my i keep all the class books say like mathematic or like Aberlum or is mathematics still a thing? Yeah, I use mathematics oh before. I know I'm obsessed. Trauma. That was my book when I was in school. I'm saying, I didn't yeah. think it was a thing. Yeah, no, I use That's that. Hilarious. I flip between that and uh, planet maths, but um, in inside, like say the cupboards, I have like all the books in there. But I ha- I did have like their mental maths and handwriting in there. But I actually found that I needed more space, so I got each ba- each group a basket, and in their basket is where they keep their folders, the book they're reading um their whiteboards their mental maths their handwriting book and it's working out actually really well yeah and like i would say like if i was to pass on like one piece of advice for people like setting up a classroom or like you know just getting their classroom organized whether it's in september or when you start a role or whatever like don't be afraid to change it like just because you set up something and it doesn't work or you don't like how it looks you can be petty like I am and be like I don't like the look of this I'm changing it like Hayley you know I put up a classroom tour like what like maybe two weeks ago I've changed my room nearly completely since like it's so redundant it's ridiculous like I've changed where my desk is I've changed the way the kids are sitting the whole thing yeah so like if you're in a classroom and you're like okay this is not working change it don't be like oh but like it was this way and then the kids will be confused they'll be confused for like five minutes and then they'll be over it like Mm -hmm. so if you're worried about changing things don't be like okay don't change the whole room in one go maybe introduce some changes at at different times but there's no reason to not change it if something's not working you leaving it 
will not fix it more than likely. If you yeah. change it or tweak it, it probably will. So don't be afraid to change things if they are working. Don't be afraid to change things if they are working, to try things out. And if they don't yeah. work, change them back. Yeah, like totally. classrooms are not rigid. You can do with them as you wish yeah. and as the kids kind of enjoy and what they like themselves. So like, go for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I fully agree with you there. And even as well, like systems need to work in place and like for some students it might suit them and then you know if you have other additional needs or whatever it is in your classroom you need to work with the children in front of you but um moving on to the next part of our podcast we always share every week um every a, a resource that we like or think we think people might like or that either we've used or we hope to use so will i go first adam sure do go for it so i've got two and one of it is a little bit of self-promo uh, the first one I'll get I'll I'll get rid of that one first. So the first one is my St Patrick's Day tag. So I made little tags for my students and for also um you know the the teachers I work with, uh, in my block um and it says like I'm so lucky to work with you and then for my students it's like I'm so lucky you're in my class and I got little chocolate coins that are in little. And they're over on my MASH store and I'll link them below. But I have them all ready to go and I'm going to leave them on their desks on the last day before St. Patrick's Day. Adam just signposted on Be Real. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's the first thing. And then the second resource is News Today. And I think uh, it's nice for students maybe at Little Break to watch News Today because it's generally less than 10 minutes long which is great and even if you're doing if you're subbing you can also put on news day and then have a whole oral language conversation about it and get them writing on their whiteboards or in their pairs or discussing like there's so much methodologies you can use like discuss uh, something that they talked about on news today and and give your opinion on it so i do think there is a lot to to use and it's it's free as well so news today highly recommend what what's your resource of the week adam um, so it's funny actually that you mentioned about your masked reader and how you did the, the day the crayons quit. So I love that story. It's obviously hilarious. It's gas. I love it. And um, what a lot of people don't know is there is a second book. It's called The Day the Crayons Came Home. Oh. Um, so it's about it's a similar premise to the day the crayons quit mm. um except it's about a bunch of crayons that duncan the boy from the first yeah, story yeah. that he lost along the way so like he left one on holidays one got stuck onto the couch that kind of thing mm. so it's all about their adventures of trying to get home so mm. similar thing postcards came in the door same premise as the the first one yeah. with the letters Love um it. but the colors are a bit more exotic so like in the first book most of them are like black blue red whatever whereas these ones are like pea green um neon red magenta like pure notiony colors um so i read this story to senior infants because i swapped uh classes with one of the senior infant teachers with the teacher swap and I read it to them and they were weak for it because it's a it's a story you can properly camp up. You can become an actor that you never thought you were doing this kind of story. Yeah. And they just think it's so funny. Um, so, yeah, that. I just I use that on World Book Day and I just love it because I think people don't realize it's a thing, which I love. I always love finding resources or stories or things that people don't realize is a thing because everyone loves the day the crayons quit. Yeah. So naturally you'd watch more. And there is a second book. It is called The Day the Crayons Came Home. Unreal. Um, Adam, I don't think we're going to have time to go through questions today. So I think instead I will share information about comp the competition we're going to run. 
So uh, we decided because of, of all the listeners, we want to give back to you, of course. And obviously we want to get the word out there about this podcast. We give up our evening to share um, our day-to-day life as teachers, myself as an NQT, Adam as a junior infants teacher, I'm teaching fourth class. We feel that, you know, by sharing, you know, our weekly stories and check-ins, you know, it's helping both us professionally develop, but also listeners too. So what we're thinking is if you wouldn't mind sharing on social media, preferably on Instagram, um, are either you listening to the podcast or sharing the podcast on um, from Spotify and tagging the TeacherCast Instagram page, my Instagram page, which is the teacher student and Adam's Instagram page, which is Mr. Underscore Moontor Underscore. And next week in our next week's episode, we will announce the winner. We're thinking maybe about like a 50 euro mash voucher or something for my Instagram page. Uh, yeah, or not Instagram, sorry, there, my I, mash I'm page. Not- yeah, like I'm not on MASH at the moment, so it would be definitely for yours, Heidi. But yeah. um yeah, I'd love to see, you know, people could share like um them listening, so like a screenshot of where they're at in the a particular episode, or maybe share a screenshot or a share of um your favorite episode so far that myself and Haley have done together. Like basically any any screenshot or any kind of picture of you listening to the podcast if you want to put yourself in the photos well, or just a screen grab of your phone or your tablet or whatever you're listening on just to see who's listening and who's enjoying it and once you do that once you tag Haley at the teacher student me at mr underscore moonshore underscore and the teacher cast uh, instagram tag all three please um mm-hmm. on your story and um yeah then you'll be entered and you could win a 50 euro mash voucher for Haley store. And the thing with Haley store is like, you're constantly updating it. I'm pretty sure Aww, like, thanks, I know you're not committed <laughs> to say I'm going to put up X amount per week or whatever, mm-hmm. but like you tend to put up small bits or big I bits, do. like every week or every two weeks, there tends to be something going up. Like if you use it in your classroom, you are very willing to share it like on mash then. So there's so yeah. much, like the amount you could get for 50 euros, like Loads. honestly, you'd be kidding the whole classroom. Yeah, totally. So, so I get think involved. We, yeah, absolutely. So I think we'll leave it there. Again, thanks a million for tuning in. And we cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to rate the podcast, like it and follow it. And yeah, I think that's it. Slán go